Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Making Sales Social Live, brought to you by Social Sales Link. I'm Bob Woods, and I'm joined by fellow LinkedIn and social selling professional, Bryn Tillman. How's things going, Bryn? Everything's going great, except for my camera. So we have a little bit of a different view today, which is okay with me, especially for the podcast listeners later. Yeah, exactly. And, and the people listening later don't even know, which is cool. Welcome to Making Sales Social Live, as we share LinkedIn and social selling training, strategies, and tips that will have an immediate impact on your business. Join Bryn Tillman and me, Bob Woods, every week, Making Sales Social Live. This is the recorded version of our weekly Making Sales Social Live show. Let's talk about connections on LinkedIn. You know, as we all know, it's important to have first degree connections on LinkedIn, but ideally, and as a salesperson, you may not want to connect with just anyone. So the connecting of uh, the era of collecting LinkedIn connections, say that three times fast, like some people collect baseball cards has been over for quite a while now. And that's a good thing, right, Bryn? Well, yeah. And, and, you know, we say it's been over, but so many people are still doing it. I know. We really need to kind of fix the way we look at our connections. In fact, I just got off a coaching call with someone who had an enormous amount of shared connections with his ideal prospect, but he didn't know any of them, hadn't engaged, just connected with people at scale. And it really was not that productive. He's actually a lion, a LinkedIn open networker, which we're changing. But if you ever see some people even say lion on their headline or in their profile and they're Still. proud of this, <laughs> right? And this means they'll connect with anyone. Bob, you are so right that this should not be happening anymore, but it still is. And, and what happens is it dilutes your credibility, it dilutes your connection with your connections, and you're not able to leverage them the same way. A lot of people think, you know, the more connections you have, the better off it is, but the more relationships you have, the better off it is, the more rapport building. So let's talk about the three kinds of connectors, Bob. Start with a LinkedIn right. open networker. I'll connect with anyone. What's the, what's the middle one? So the next one is probably better to take the extremes and then do the one that we are, I think. So the next one would be purist. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. This, this is the exact opposite of the lion. This is the person who says, I will only connect with people who I, who I know, who I've personally met. Although personally nowadays is probably a little bit different with that. Yeah, yeah. Who I've engaged with. These are only people who mm -hmm. I no, which is also not a good thing because it's really difficult to grow a network when you're only connecting with people who you have somehow had had a connection with, essentially. Yeah. So this purist, so let's like a lion, LinkedIn open networker, you're walking into a networking meeting, you've got a whole handful of business cards and you walk around handing yours out and collecting theirs. Then you go back and you put a big rubber band around them and stick them in the corner of your desk, right? That's a LinkedIn open networker. So you collected connections. 
but you haven't had any meaningful conversation, let alone have it convert to anything. The purest is I walk into a networking meeting. I make a beeline for Bob Woods. We talk the whole time because we know each other. And I don't really want to engage with anyone else because I don't know them. That's a challenge. That is not networking, right? That's the purest view. If I haven't met you, in some cases, if I haven't, you know, gone kneecap to kneecap, eyeball to eyeball, I'm not connecting with you. But that's not productive either. What is productive when it comes to connections and connection requests? The one word that we've been using quite a bit already, and that's the networker. So someone who actually networks, who wants to go out and meet people, who wants to connect with people, but just won't connect with anyone. They are connecting with the right people, the people who can help them as well as mm -hmm. just as importantly, and probably more importantly, the people who we can help because it should be about us giving first givers gain like they used to say and i'm guessing probably still say in 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 bni circles but it's so so very true give 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 and that is what networking is all about yeah so let's so we get these inbound connection requests and we're taking a look at them and we're saying hey is this someone that I could be a value to or could be a value in my network. And I say, yes, that's great. And then we connect with them. We accept their connection request, but we want to start a conversation or they're going to fall into the business cards with the rubber band in the, in the closed drawer. So we want to start a conversation in this case, right? And there are lots of different ways to approach this, but ultimately what we want to do is get a back and forth. We might look at their profile and say, hey, I noticed you went to Wake Forest. Do you know Joe? No, don't do that. You know, that, right. don't make it that 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 silly. But, you know, find something in common. Start a conversation around that. Find content that they've shared and engage on that. And then share and find and share additional content by the author. By, you know, find out go down into their influencers and see who they're following and then go into listennotes.com and find a podcast and say, Hey, notice you followed Brene Brown. I really love her stuff. Recently came across, if you didn't listen to it, you have to be honest, came across a podcast on Brene Brown. I'm putting it in my, my queue, but I thought you might get some value from it. Let me know if you're interested. I'm happy to send that link. Now there's a conversation going. They have to say, yes, please send that link. We've got, okay, great. Who else do you follow? Is there anything you recommend? Have a little bit of a conversation. At one point you could say, hey, I'm not sure if you're exploring this kind of content, but my company just posted a blog post on this, or we did a video on this and make sure it's educational, not pitch, right? And you can work your way into that. But that's how the networker, we choose to connect with someone that to your point, we can either help or we could be a value to, or are valuable in our world. And we start sharing value and resources to really stand out. And so um, I think that's really important. I do want to talk about, and I don't want to jump uh, ahead, so you you keep me honest, Bob, but I want to talk about the three we can accept, ignore, or send a message. Are we ready to talk oh, about yeah. that? Yeah, 100%. Go for it. Okay, so when you get to your inbound connections, right, you go to the 
uh, my network tab and you'll see lots of invitations for pages for uh, newsletters and one of them is you know if you go to your see all you're gonna see people right so who is outstanding and we're making a decision so we may say yes and we connect and send a welcome message if we know for sure um, we may say absolutely no it's someone from australia with three connections and i'm in new york how did i get to be there fourth? right like sometimes you're gonna yeah. get and you might go this is definitely a spam you know something's up and usually when they have zero or one connections it's not a, it's not a good connection i don't typically completely ignore people but if they fall under that i do the third is you can reply now if they put in a note that it'll say reply to james reply to bob reply to ann easy peasy and that's on mobile or desktop if they did not include a note although i hear it's coming yeah, I looked. I don't have it, but I think Kevin has it. Kevin Turner, I think, has it. Um, is that who posted? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it was Kevin. Yeah, so I think it's coming. But right now, only on desktop for me, you have to go in and click the message to reply. I, yep. We're hoping, we. the rumor is that at least it's in beta, that you can send a reply message to connect your request from mobile. So hopefully that's coming. But I'll send a, a, a message I'll say, James, thanks so much for your connection request. Typically only connect with people I've engaged with. May I ask how you found me? And James may say, oh, I saw your post or I was talking to Bob Woods and he mentioned you. But if I'm on the fence and I don't know who James is and I don't see a connection, I won't ignore him because you just don't know. Looking to up your LinkedIn game? The Social Sales Link team has you covered with our LinkedIn Sales Accelerator, a guided social selling program that includes training, coaching, and so much more. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash in for more details. Again, that's socialsaleslink.com slash in. No, but you don't have to accept them every single time. Right. Yeah. So that was the the point I was going to make is that just because in, in that third scenario that we're talking about, just because you reply, it doesn't mean that you're accepting. You're just you're just replying to ask a question, basically, just like just like Bren said. So 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 I think that that's an important distinction that you can communicate with these people if you choose to without having, having to take that. Yeah without having. Yeah. Say. And I think that's a big deal. And I will also hit ignore. And then people, some folks will say to me, you know, well, what happens you, you know, if you ignore them, they're gone. Well, if you sent them a message, they're actually in your messaging box. Mm -hmm. So you can always go back there and connect with them if you choose to. Yeah. So Harry, Harry just, just, just said that uh, of, of course you don't have to accept everyone. It's your choice, which is, which is absolutely true. We were just talking about more of the functionality that LinkedIn has behind it that exactly. you can reply without accepting, but you're absolutely right. You don't have to accept everyone. And we it don't think you should your choice. accept everyone. And yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. So with that, let's get in really quick to just a couple of groups of people who we do want to connect with. So I'm just going to list them out really quick and then where, where we're going to talk about them a little bit more. Prospects, clients, networking, referral partners, 
And and I'm going to toss another one in there. Just anyone who who we can genuinely help, and then you know maybe get a referral from in the future. But that but that's not predicated on helping them out. I'm going to throw one in: community leaders, heads of chambers of commerce or associations, or yep. people that are are influencers and highly connected. And Wait, let's do another one. Influencers, literally influencers. Influencers, yeah, it's another good right, one. That yeah. are attracting your prospects, because um, th- those are folks that we would like to be connected to as well. Yeah, actually, actually, if you think about it, people like like heads of chambers of commerce and people like that. Those those are actually influencers in their in their own right. I would say micro influencers at least in a minimum. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, good point. Good, good point. Yeah. So what do we do? Let's go through the list. How do we connect? What was the first one you said? Prospects. So how would you connect with a prospect in a way that's meaningful to them without it being salesy? Yeah. You just reach out, um, you know, with, with a prospect, you should probably ideally be, be connecting with them because of, of something that they've said in a comment to someone else, because at that point you kind of know what they're feeling about a certain topic and hopefully you agree with them. And then when you reach out to them, you can offer a little bit of, 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 um, value added content as well. That's hopefully related to whatever it was that you were talking about in the first place. Absolutely. And and it really comes back to bringing value, value, value. So this is a wonderful question. What if we don't know each other, don't even have mutual connections, but we work in the same field of expertise. I'm picky and accepting invitations from people with fields similar to mine, even when I don't know them. So this is a great question. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start and then I'll hand the baton to you, Bob. But uh, the bottom line, you look at the, these, so I'm going to go with my, our philosophy, which is high tide rises all boats. So I will connect with lots of people in the same industry. We've been referred and we've referred out to people that we've overlapped, but there are things they do that we don't do and vice versa all the time. Um, So we tend to have a very um, open perspective on who to connect with, but if we are going to connect with them, we need to have a conversation. We can't just connect and forget. So if they're reaching out to you and they're like, hey, let's connect, and you're like, I don't know yet. Like I'm on the fence. You can reply. And that's what we talked about right now. If you go into the desktop, even if they don't have a note, you could go into the My Network tab, see all and message them and say, thanks so much for your outreach. I'd love to learn a little bit more about you and your your business and explore if there's an opportunity for us to benefit one another. Please let me know your preferred way of chatting. If it happens to be via calendar link, here's mine. Now, obviously, you're not going to do this with everyone. But if you have someone that you're on the fence with, have a conversation with them. Sometimes they could be the best connection ever. I'm going to give you an example, and I don't know if I feel like I use Gunner as an example all the time. So Gunner, Gunner Hood is someone that works closely with us, started out really as a competitor. One of our members, um, Stephen Farber, said, I mean, I knew Gunner from Clubhouse, but he's like, ah, he'd be great working with you. You would love him. I spent some time. He's amazing. 
And I'm, I, I'm like, I like him a lot, but he's a competitor. Why am I going to invest my time in talking to him? Really? I thought this. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, he's coaching for us. He's we're, we're his client from a marketing perspective that we're launching shortly. Like there's so many really powerful things that came from connecting with a competitor mm-hmm. and our, our business will be transformed because of it. So I don't want you guys to, to think small, think big, right? Yeah. There, it's a big world. And we, I, I really think in, in encompassing now, if you don't want to connect with them, cause you're afraid they're going to mine your connections, which by the way, they're not going to, if they can steal your business, cause they know you're connected to someone you need a little bit more service training, but um, generally you can reply with a message and schedule a call and have the conversation before you accept the invite. Lots of absolutely. Things yeah, absolutely. That's, that's, that's really powerful too. So, I mean, to, for, for me to answer that question, it's like, you don't know what you don't know. So, I mean, you can look at someone and I mean, you know, just like, uh, uh, Bren did with Gunner. She had no idea truly that something like what we have now would, would have blossomed blossom just based on that first look that she had with him. Yeah. And even though, right. you know, she did kind of know him, liked him and everything else, what she thought then versus what we have now are two completely different things. So take that mentality in when you find yourself in this situation, it never hurts to have a conversation. And, um, with the conversation, if, if it does come out that it doesn't make sense to connect and collaborate or whatever, then don't. Yeah. And, you know, and this isn't with everyone. I'm not saying have a conversation with every single person, but if you're on the fence and you're on the fence because you think there could be an opportunity, have that conversation. Uh, Really important. I mean, have the the conversation, have the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, maybe, I, I mean, there, I've heard conversations of, or one in particular, we were chatting with someone who felt very similar and it ended up to be a a small merger of companies, which benefited everyone. So that was a while ago, but it was, it was a digital marketing agency and a HubSpot shop. And one just did HubSpot and the other one didn't. And then they decided to come together and it was a, it became, it's a pretty big company now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's lots of opportunities. Keep the door open for networking. Absolutely. So I think, are we, are we, do we complete our agenda? I think we're exhausted. We're absolutely exhausted. Yeah, no. You know, it's funny. uh, This energizes me. I come off of these lives. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not tired. I I agree. My grandbabies exhaust me. I'm I'm definitely (laughs) an, I'm definitely an extrovert. So it's like, this feeds me. I can't wait. For yeah, to this be is live. I don't get exhausted from that. It's yeah, no, not at all. I was, I was, I, I was very much joking, but believe me. So, but we are going to go ahead and wrap things up. So, thanks again for joining us on Making Sales Social Live. If you're with us live on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter right now, we do this every week. So keep an eye out for our live sessions. If you're listening to us on our podcast, which means that we're recorded and you haven't subscribed already, go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button. So, you know, you'll be alerted when new shows pop up. 
If you'd like more info on our podcast, go to socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Again, that's socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. So we do two shows weekly. We go live once a week. And then we also have our Making Sales Social interview series where we talk with people from all walks of business life, including sales and marketing and many more areas. So when you're out and about this week, be sure to make your sales social. Bye, guys. Thank you, everyone. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Don't miss an episode. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. Register for free resources at linkedinlibrary.com. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.